Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Uh, we should probably invest some money into Zoom stock at this point, right? <laughs> we are making good use of Zoom. Uh, I think we missed that that train, though, buddy. Uh. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you remotely. We have upped our remote game here. The people are no longer hearing just a grainy version from your computer audio, your phone audio. We are we are set up at home for our You'll Hear It podcasting. That's right. Well, they're not hearing um, crappy, grainy audio if I'm operating this new, wonderful at-home yeah. in the basement setup correctly. You seem to have a lot of confidence in that. But if, if you guys are hearing our clarion voices coming through clearly, then uh, hats off to us, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it sounds good to you at this point. But uh, yeah, only time will tell. Uh, as this is the first go with our new setup. I even have the podcast mic like attached to my dining room table. I'm about to record some daily guided practice sessions today here yep. uh, from the comfort of our home. We are, of course, sheltering at home right now. Um, we are sheltering at home. How quickly did we become accustomed to that term, shelter at home? I mean, that's all I hear now. But it's, Oh, man, I it's feel like... Got, it's got... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying, see, that's our first little hiccup. This is good. We're working it out. Um, yeah, I've, it's got a, it's got both a positive and negative. Actually, it's a very kind of positive sounding term. Sheltering and home, yeah, yeah. those are very beautiful things. It's not like evacuating in stress. It's sheltering <laughs> at home, but of course, it comes from a very, a very scary and fearful place. You know, we're all having to limit human contact. I mean, this thing that, um, I mean, especially as artists and musicians that that we not only crave so much we need and we're accustomed to human contact. I mean, with the podcast, with, with playing in ensembles, I mean, symphony orchestra, every concert shut down every gig. I have you talked to any musician that has any gig anywhere? No. And the ones that have tried have been like socially shunned. Uh, right. Probably rightfully so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just a time to kind of like chill out and reflect. Don't you feel like, uh, you know how at the end of the year, it's like Webster's dictionary puts out a like words of the year. You know, and it's yeah. usually some kind of like tweeny social media word that happened and was invented in this year. There are going to be like right. a dozen like like sheltering from home, social distancing. All these phrases are going to be like, you know, completely new to our culture, but so ingrained with us by the time this thing is all said and done. It's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just I mean, I'm really amazed at but it just shows you the human spirit and, and how we've all been able to adapt so quickly. And um, yeah. Anyway, but that's not the only thing we're talking about today. Oh, and let's just be clear here. We are upping our audio game. We talked about that. What we are not upping yet, but we're about to, is upping our video game as well. We're kind of trying to take this in stages, and we know we have a lot of folks that watch on the YouTubes, and we're going to be back there with our new setup, but we want to make sure we get that right. We yep. really want to make sure we got the audio right right today. In fact, I'm we're looking at each other, which is fun. Yep. And as you said, our audio is not grainy, but you're grainy AF, what I'm oh, looking no, at. Man, which it's is, a combination which is, of you know. old computer <laughs> camera. I'm backlit from the windows behind me, and I just don't care right. what I look like right now. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, but by the time we're back on YouTube shortly, we, we'll be caring and we'll be uh, letting it all hang out, as we say. So yeah, uh, what are we talking just about know, today? Well, hold before we get into it, I just want to say just uh, yes. we're thinking about all of our listeners. We really appreciate you all for, for hanging on with us and listening and, and love the messages we're getting and the notes we're getting. And, you know, if you uh, want to uh, check out any of our Open Studio courses, we're still running our choose what you pay promotion. So just go to openstudiojazz.com. We don't want money to be a barrier for you during this time. Uh, we want you to play jazz better. That is our mission for all of our students around the Ab- world. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. And uh, you can see a link below that goes right to the choose what you pay page. It's openstudiojazz.com, uh, who continues to be our sponsor, both remotely or, or locally, um, slash openstudiojazz.com slash C-Y-C. CWYP, choose what you pay. I think so. Yeah, that's it. Um, But really the idea is, look, we're really trying to support all of our artists. We are supporting all of our artists during this period too and continuing on with content um, remotely from all of them. But just, you know, keep in mind, all these artists, all their gigs are are, um, canceled and concerts as well. So we want to support them and uh, as we all make this transition during this period. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. For sure. I love you guys. For sure. Uh, so today we're talking about seven tips to practice and work from home. Uh, something that... Wow, where did we come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> topical. Something that we're all getting used to right now. And uh, I think you and I have actually talked about this personally, about how we approach our work, how we approach our music right now, uh, because there are still things to do and there's still work to be done. And yes. so there are some tips, uh, some ways you can go about it. I've definitely seen on social media some ways to not go about it that I see people getting <laughs> frustrated by. And I've done a few things to tweak how I uh, treat my time here uh, sheltering from home that has made me actually more productive than I would be, say, on a weekend when I'm home and just chilling. You know what I mean? Right, right. And and look, I think, you know, as musicians uh, and artists in general – we should be pretty good at this because uh, many of us, uh, I mean, very few musicians approach, you know, music as like a nine to five job. I'm going to clock in and work and then I come home. Most musicians are already working on their craft at home. Um, and then, you know, perhaps if you're like, you know, we have a studio and office space that we go to and can work. But but we've also, you know, Adam, both you and I are, are used to that. You know, I mean, my kids are kind of grown now, mostly, but I mean, they grew up with me practicing in the middle of the night whenever like, you know, there's all different ways you have to do it to work on your craft and develop when you're at home. But we should probably all have some experience with that. And so it's a matter of incorporating, you know, maybe if you're having to work at home for your day job, if you're not a full time musician, you might have to take some of the skills that you have as a musician in terms of practicing wherever and whenever and then apply those to your life. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's get to it. Number one uh, of our seven tips to practice and work from home is to keep a structured day. This is like of all the mental health things that have been going around and tips to uh, just kind of staying with it as we're sheltering from home. This is always at the top or near the top of all these lists. Keeping some kind of structure to your day, writing out a schedule uh, that you can sort of stick to as a weekday basis can be extremely helpful to just take the decision of what I'm going to do out of it beforehand so that you wake up, you have an agenda. Normally we wake up and maybe we, you know, have to take a shower and then have to take the kids somewhere and then have to go to work by a certain time. And so the structure is kind of built in to our workday. But if we're right. 
at home and working from home and if we're having to practice and there's not you know classes to teach or a work to go to or gigs to happen we can really lose sight of our day and i hear these things on social media my day is just blending one into the next you know and luckily right. for me i haven't felt like that at all because i'm i'm up at the same time every day i still uh we we've made it a rule in our house to still uh take showers and get dressed uh as if we were going somewhere just to kind of you know make it happen um, and, and get in that That's mindset right. of like, I'm, I'm not just staying at home, lying on my couch, eating chips all day and then seeing where the day takes me, you know, having some kind of structure. And then we actually have, uh, here we've made a, a fairly detailed schedule with some room for, you know, uh, uh, some choice and some, some freedom, but just trying to keep a work day essentially. Right. No, that's great. And I have to tell folks because they can't see you. I'm very impressed. I'm looking at you. You are wearing full tuxedo with a top hat. <laughs> You've really taken the like get yeah. dressed for the day thing pretty far, man. I'm very impressed, man. I'm a professional. It's shave and suit and tie every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, but no, I think that these, you know, and, and, and the ideas for this, you know, take from how you normally like you normally don't go to work in your pajamas. Right. I'm talking to everybody. You normally don't. um like you can still it's not like, oh, no, I have to invent a new routine to structure my day. You can take the same structure, at least elements of it from your regular day. And I know for a lot of kids that are on spring break and going back now, you know, um, this is a big challenge. But they seem to be falling into that well because, like you know, my daughter's here, but she's doing she's still in college at Boston University. So like they have classes at the same times. She's got to figure out the time zone and then you're there watching online. And so there's a certain amount of that structure built in. But I think for us, yeah, we what do we normally do when we get up in the morning? What time? What do we do? And, and there's usually triggers like during the day you have a cup of coffee and then you do some deep, deep work, whatever you were doing before. You can keep doing a lot of that. You just have to do it at a different place. Now, obviously, you have to make adjustments like what we're doing here. You know, we do the podcast. We record them usually around this time. So we're like, yeah. we need to get, you know, this is the way we do it. We're going to make it as good as possible. We're, we're, we're not across from each other, but we're going to keep the, 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 the discipline of the structure of how we do this as close as possible so that we can uh, continue to produce the content. Now, are we still going to go to Union Loafers after this? We're going to do a, a virtual Union Loafers. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know what's interesting? What I realized, like, and I love that you put this first, the, the keep a structured day. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm having so much time within the structure that I had before. It's really amazing because so much of, especially when I was, like, I would have been touring at this time, and I missed that deeply, especially the performances and meeting people and getting to play music and travel around the world. But there's just a lot of lost time to, to the touring lifestyle of a musician. I mean, your average day... Is I mean, you're maybe doing gigs probably every other day, sometimes right. two days in a row, but maybe four days a week. So, you know, 90-minute gigs, 75-minute gigs, the amount of time that you spend playing music or even at the piano during a week of touring, especially international touring, is is minuscule. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The amount of time sitting in airports, going to the airport, waiting for somebody, to plane delay. You know, I've done that for years. So now being able to engage in music, I miss those 90 minutes so much. Yep. But I'm trying to take all that all that other lost time now and apply it ways to get better so that when we come out of this, I'll have something to say, hopefully. So true. All right, number two is to hit the important things in your day first. So when you make your schedule, as you said, you know, usually like the first thing you might do is some deep work. Really try to prioritize what needs to be done for you that day to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. And uh, you can even prioritize um, through the week. Maybe like Monday and Tuesday yeah. is when I hit important things I want to get done this week first. And then 
in the during the day i hit the important things i need to get done first this can be so crucial especially for things like practicing the piano we've talked about this even when not when you're sheltering from home but if you want to try to get some good practice in try morning practice some people are great at, at practicing late but if you have a day job or kids that could be really hard just on your energy level you know like sometimes by the by 3 4 p.m i'm just out like i'm my brain is done uh so that's why i wake up and i'm usually in the practice room fairly early in the morning so that i can just knock out an hour and have that time to myself and you know what too it it honors to yourself your connection with your your primary instrument um for the day when yeah. we do it first you know i know sometimes there's certain types of practice i can do really late at night that especially the more creative stuff and i'll still still do those still do those at that time but i think whatever kind feels natural doing it as the first part of your work day or even right when you get up is so important and i've been doing that as well just like very technical exercise working some yep. things out that i had a backlog on because it sets the tone for the day of like i'm a musician and i might be involved in other things and family and other kinds of work but this is the most important you know, and I mean, even like little other triggers that I've been doing for a while and I've been keeping that up, you know, what, what it was, it's harder when I travel, it's easier at home. Like, you know, I drink a, a big glass of water every, that's like the first thing I do when I get up with a little lemon and a little Himalayan yeah. salt, we can do, you know, and that's like right. triggers to me. It's like, it's, it, it, it sets the tone. Like, not that I don't fall off and, you know, maybe drink some less healthy things later in the day, but it sets the tone <laughs> for the day for me. And to me, practicing for at least 20 to 30 minutes on your instrument when you're most focused, when, when, when you're making a commitment to this is the most important thing of my day. Yeah. And if I can give a little plug, you know, I, I launched just a couple of weeks ago these uh, daily guided practice sessions. So if you're looking for something to practice yes. and you're you're an open studio member, a member of our Piano Access Pass or All Access Pass, go check out my daily guided practice sessions. You practice with me absolutely uh, for about 25 minutes every day. Uh, okay. Number three is to get up early and, or stay up late. Now I don't, I don't (laughs) recommend the and. (laughs) Right. That's true. That's why I said and, or sometimes, you know, but I was thinking this really ties in with number two, as far as how important it is to practice, because, you know, unless you're living alone, you're going to be, everybody's at home now. So you got to, you know, and practice can be like, we always think, oh, we're so great and everything. Oh, isn't Adam Manis great? Yeah. But when Adam Manis is practicing and his wife and kids have been hearing him since they were little, they're not as impressed with, uh, you know, diminished scales or whatever. They really aren't. So, I mean, real productive practice is not usually the most, you know, even if it's Keith Jarrett practicing, it's probably not the most interesting thing to hear. So I think that, you know, getting up early, getting up late, especially if you can kind of isolate. But I would also just say that, you know, uh, what goes along with this, most people, you know, try to try to look on the bright side of things. If you're having to work from home or if you're if you're unemployed or if you're at home, whatever. Regardless, you're, once you get adjusted to this, you're probably going to have extra time. If nothing else, like what is the average commute? 30 minutes, 20 minutes each way? You know, so there's an hour of your day that you didn't used to have. How many times have we heard from people, open studio members, and you'll hear it, listeners, that are like, man, I, don't, I only have 15 minutes to practice, 20 minutes to practice. Well, now you got an hour. Or yeah. you've got an extra hour of Netflix. Your choice. That's right. Uh, I love that one. Uh, so number four is, and this is kind of a caveat. Sorry, did I get too dogmatic there? No, 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 no. It's it's just dogmatic enough for this podcast. (laughs) So, uh, number four is to get plenty of exercise and sleep. This is also just a mental health recommendation that I've been seeing going around that I think really applies to practicing and working from home because we can, if we don't have, you know, the, the, uh, impetus to get out for work or for gigs or whatever, not actually get a lot of exercise, uh, throughout our day, just sitting around our house, make sure to spend time every day, at least go for a walk around the block. That's still allowed as far as I know, uh, right at the, at the moment, 
So in most uh, places, in but most some places, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're in Spain or Italy, maybe not. But if you're in a place where you are allowed to go up and get some exercise, even if you're just at home, if you're if you're quarantined at home, do some push-ups, do some right. sit-ups, do some calisthenics, some jumping jacks or, or whatever you want to just get your blood moving once a day, every day. I think you'll be shocked at how uh, much it changes, how much you can focus, uh, how much energy you have to work on your music. It's really important. And the same thing for sleep. A lot of people I see yep. on social media are posting like, I'm just not sleeping. One day's blending into the next or whatever. And it's because you don't have a, a structured day, like our number one tip here. But really structure yep. in your sleep as if you had to get up and go to the office in the morning or go to school. Yeah. And, and what I'm finding is that I need more sleep during this period. I think everybody to a certain degree. I mean, there's no way. Whatever we can do to relieve stress through through music, through music therapy, through yoga through exercise you know through really good diet all these things are important but i mean this the world is a stressful place right now and i mean even if you follow every one of ours and everybody else's recommendation there's going to be more stress and and one of the biggest reliever of stress is extra sleep you need extra sleep and and one of the the big dangers of increased stress is it it pulls your immunity down they've had numerous studies that show this sure. of all the things that 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 de-boost your immunity and we all need really good immunity now um you know because no one needs to get sick especially from coronavirus but any, any anything else either can derail you and you're at home right. and you're making everybody else sick so you got to get more sleep again take the things that you were wasting time on before commuting whatever um eating out or whatever now you got extra time dedicate that to sleep and definitely dedicate that to exercise that's right uh, number five is to keep a practice journal. Now, this is something that yeah. we recommend anyway, but I think it's so crucial at this time uh, when we have time to practice and when we have uh, this this moment at home where we can work on stuff to really set goals for yourself uh, with the time you have and then keep track of those goals. Th- that can be such yep. an amazing tool for you actually progressing on your instrument and in music. Again, set goals, weekly goals, daily goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. Hell, it doesn't matter. Set some goals right. and then keep track of how you're working on them. Right. That's great. That's great. And I think, too, like it, it's going to be a nice thing once we do get out of this period. And we will. I mean, the world will be different. We know that. But um, we're going to get out of this somehow. We don't know when or for how long and in different parts of the world. But we will get through it. Do you want to have a journal of all of your practice and musical development Uh or do you want to have like a, um, a ne- you know, an algorithm of Netflix that's so attuned because you've been watching it so much <laughs> that it knows exactly what you want? Because those are two very real choices facing you right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, our number six. Uh, I think this is an important one. And you and I have both been doing this one uh, somewhat together and then separately is to stay in touch with other musicians. Uh, you know, that's right. I've been, I've been working on a, a video collage series with my band, the 442s. We did one with you. And I know you've done some stuff with Hamero and are doing some stuff with Inside Straight along this line. Just collaborating with other musicians on projects that you can do right now, that we can all do right, from home. Right. Uh, you know, it's nothing that is like propelling our careers forward or anything, but it's no. really just <laughs> something to occupy our creative brains. You know, so I don't know about you, but I spend most of my time making stuff for people to listen to. And so if I'm not doing that, if that's not part of my regular practice, I'm just not feeling balanced. So I'm just finding things that I can do with my friends, with musicians that I normally would do stuff with and making stuff for people to listen to and then putting it out there. And it's been, you know, really one of the things that's keeping me going during this whole thing, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think it, it serves such a great dual purpose too for us staying in touch with other musicians, collaborating in that it, um, 
It gives us some musical group edification outside of the practice. I think everyone's feeling that the opportunity, whether or not they're taking advantage of it or not, is is depends on each individual. But there's definitely the feeling of, wow, I have an opportunity to really start to develop, learn a new instrument, learn something. That's great to see. But this gives us a little bit of a chance. It's not the same as being together, but to actually collaborate on something. Um, but also to put something out there into the world for people. People need music and new creative things. You can only, yeah, you can listen to old recordings and that's great. And we're not saying what we're putting out there on Instagram is as good as Kind of Blue. It's not about that. But people need things that are created now. Like that means something to people. And we're, we're seeing yep. that, yeah, the quality isn't that great because everyone's using whatever they have at home. But um, people want to, like like that gives people hope. That gives people hope, and that's part of what our job is as musicians and as artists, is not just to give each other hope and ourselves hope. We are supposed to you know, fill the void where politicians and leaders, most leaders, don't know how to do that. I mean, they can say words or whatever, but we can put music together and be like, you know what? This was created today, and we're putting this into the world, and people can listen to that and feel things so much deeper than they could ever uh, verbalize, you know? And um, every musician professional non-professional I don't care about that I'm talking about anybody who has an instrument and a, and a dedication to wanting to tell their story with their instrument put it out there that's actually your job that's your responsibility to the universe to do that yeah darn right darn right all right and finally this one applies uh if you're uh used to yep. teaching music uh and you can't right now start teaching over over platforms like Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or anything like that, just to stay connected with your students, just to stay in the habit of teaching. And really just as another way to make some money during this time. I know a lot of musicians are turning to this, even musicians who aren't usually teachers right. have started doing Skype lessons. It's a great resource for us. Right yeah. Now. And look, I can give you just two quick family examples here that are doing this. My, my, you know, my mother's a Suzuki violin teacher for, for many years, really a master teacher, studied with Suzuki in Japan in the 80s and 70s and you know, was one of, the, one of the first teachers to bring it to the Midwest. But she's still teaching all of her students um, via, and I mean, my mom, like a lot of moms and grandmas, not the most technologically savvy, so I thought, but she's figured out how to do it on Zoom and FaceTime and to figure out which is best with yeah. different setups. And she's doing her lessons. And, you know, at first she's like, this can never be done. Awesome. And I mean, when we first started open studio, she's like, that's ridiculous. You can't learn music online. You need a human being there. But um, she's really shifted over and the students are getting something out of it. And, and she's um, getting something out of it. And it may not be a hundred percent like in person, but the ball's still rolling and it's still moving, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, it's, it's good, man. It's good to uh, good to knock out. A, you'll hear it on a radio. I know. And this uh, is like schedule. you know, shelter in place episode number one, remote edition, right? <laughs> cool. That's right. Well, um, once again, we'll just say real quickly, we are sponsored by Open Studio. No matter where we are, go to openstudiojazz.com. Especially go to openstudiojazz.com slash cwyp for our ongoing uh, limited time, but ongoing. Um, special choose what you pay on any course the details are there the reason we're doing it is there but it's very simple we are here to serve anybody who want in the world who wants to get better uh playing jazz and um especially we, we we've got these courses that can can uh do it for you on a number of different instruments. We have a number of new content coming out. We got new artists coming on now, um, and we're always putting up like the guided practice sessions that Adam mentioned. Very important. That's free for all members. We just add these things in there. So we want to be the uh, a resource for you to be able to develop while you shelter in place. And price is not an object. Absolutely. And until next time, you'll hear it. <laughs>